If you ever find yourself in an automotive accident, don't settle for any old body shop. Tell your insurance company to send your vehicle to the Ultimate Collision Center, where we, yes we, I'm the painter here and have been for many years, we are a family-owned and operated company. Here at the Ultimate Collision Center, we guarantee all of our work done during the repair process. That means every nut, bolt, color, clear coat, parts we replace or fix is 100% guaranteed by us. You can trust in our team of technicians that have been together for well over a decade. The Ultimate Collision Center accepts all insurance companies and we do all in our power to ensure the use of OEM parts and materials. So tell your insurance adjuster you want to send your vehicle to the Ultimate Collision Center, located at 5912 Auburn Boulevard in the city of Citrus Heights, 95621, or call to make an appointment for an estimate at 916-768-9614. Welcome back to another episode of Have a Dope Day. I'm your host, Gabriel Lopez. Today in the studio, I have Yuli and her husband. Thank you both for coming. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you, Mario, for the hand claps and everything else. Now, before we get into our conversation, I want to revisit where we left off at a different conversation. The first time I had you on the podcast, we were... I had just found out about you, basically just cold called ask you to be on the podcast. Um, I had interviewed Jaya beforehand and kind of started to get a feel for who you were. Here we are, some time's gone by later, we've been in the same circles, and I'm a big fan of your work. So one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on was not only just to catch up with you about where you are an entire year later, but also to promote what you're doing and what you have planned coming up. I appreciate that. Yeah. So we're going to start the episode off with something valuable I learned in the first episode. We're going to let this play all the way through, and then we will begin the conversation from there. Explore this question that you had or this need for information. Why did you explore it now and not before? I didn't have the means to explore it. I mean, it's always been something that kind of pulls at me. And it wasn't until I really started focusing on my art and painting that I was like, oh, this, I can use this as a vessel, right? Um, You know, unfortunately, she's not, my grandma's not with us anymore. She died when I was 15, and that was a whole thing. Um, That was really tough. Um, And there's just, like, a lot of things I didn't get to ask her, and there's, there's just like I'm gonna tear up thinking about her and <laughs> her not being here. That's okay. Um, yeah, and it, you know, I think artists we have like a superpower in that we can take like the pain, yeah, and the uncertainties, yeah, of our life and translate it into something beautiful. Which you know, when you look at my art, people always tell me like, "Oh, it's so happy. That's so joyful." Yeah. Um. And it comes from this really, like, complicated space. It does, yeah. (laughs) You had mentioned something that jaw-dropped me when I was prepping for this with you. You had said that you paint, you're happy. That was a term you used. And then you said, Juliet is significant to you right off the bat because she paints her pain. Yeah. And I was like, I was driving and I was just like, what am I painting? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what am I painting? Yeah. And I was like, yo, 
what the fuck? Like, <laughs> That's great. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, let me, what? We're supposed to be painting something? Like, that's well, sick. It comes from somewhere, it doesn't does. it? And I was like, I was tripping on it. And I was like, I'm going to unpack this after I do all these events and things. But like <laughs> that concept of like you painting what's going on inside, I get it. I just didn't know how to like put it into words. Right. And mm-hmm. so even when we were, we were talking about this beforehand where it was like, I was brought up the same way where the culture really, I didn't need to know it because I needed to be as American as possible. Yeah. Like I had different ideas, not going to school and taking advantage of all the opportunities presented to me. But as far as like, when I walk in, like I'm on the phone, I don't have an accent. I don't speak with like Chicano slang or none of that. You know, like even when we go to order food, it feels weird using the correct terminology to say asada versus like asada. Like it feels a little (laughs) weird. And it's like, People look at me like, fool, you fronting right now. And I'm just like, bro, leave me alone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. it's weird. But at the same time, you want to fucking know. Like, a part of you needs to understand a little bit of that. This kind of started for me at the beginning of the George Floyd and everything during mm-hmm. the pandemic. And I was like, they started using the word civil rights, civil yeah. rights movement. And I was like, what am I going to tell my kids that is? I have, mm. I'm have Okay, what that was was a clip from the first episode we did. And I think we start the conversation, that part of the conversation off by me asking you, why did you choose the subject matter you chose for your first show? And it had automatically led into you talking about wanting to know where your ancestry comes from. Right. And so the reason why I bring that up, because we're a year into this with a lot of growth on both ends. Yeah. And I just wanted to pick up the episode from that point and just start from there. What I mean is like, what have you learned and how have you grown as an artist in the year? Ooh, that's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. That's why I ask you. Um, You know, it's been interesting because this past year I've really, really focused on murals and doing a lot of client work. And I listening back to that clip and, and kind of thinking in the last couple of weeks of like putting another collection of paintings together. Um, it's interesting how in in the mural work, I really don't get to work through some of uh-huh. those things we were talking about. Um, and it. It's tough. It's tough when, you know, like. I'm making a living off painting murals. Like they're the real money maker, but like the sole work comes from the studio work and they can yeah. on canvas um, or whatever the medium may be. Um, and I, I haven't gotten to do that in the, since we talked like that collection, that was the last group of paintings I did. I have a group of paintings planned in my head. I've taken some like reference photos and I'd like love to kind of talk about like the direction I'm taking in that one. Um, and you know, so that past show, I was really delving into like my Mexican heritage with my grandmother and all the unknowns that went with that since she didn't share it with me. And she, you know, passed away when I was young. Um, and this next collection, I'm actually really wanting to focus on me and like my identity. Okay. Right. So like, I, within the last like five years, I was diagnosed with um, general anxiety disorder, oh, like 
like I got hospitalized because I was having panic attacks. Really? Um, and that's where I got the diagnosis. And, you know, the past five years or so, I've been sort of figuring out how to cope with that and, and managing like how it impacts my life. And then just recently, like very recently, I got diagnosed with ADHD. Um, oh, yeah. and I wish Mario was here to hit the button because I got it. I got it too. Okay, <laughs> so does Ian sit next to me too. Trifecta. We're not getting shit done. No, <laughs> we're getting a lot of things started, but not finished. Yeah. Um, but with that diagnosis, and like it explains so much. Like it really it does, is yeah. like really helpful to talk with a therapist about like why am I the way I am? You know, like how come I'm really good at getting things started and not so great on the like following through and finishing up. And like, maybe I'm not a horrible person. Maybe my brain just works differently and like really like working through that. Um, so that's kind of where I want to go with, with my next collection of paintings is really just like thinking about the self and identity. Um, and it's not really something I've contemplated before. And like, like the clip said, you know, like I think painting is where we get to work out those emotions so I'm not going into painting like knowing exactly like how it's going to turn out or how it's going to impact me but like I'm thinking about all those things thinking about myself and like I imagine it's going to come out in the paintings like I, I'm challenging myself I'm going to include some figure art um which I typically have never done so like yeah. I'm also just like technically trying to challenge myself so I want to do some self-portraits Ooh. that's scary and weird to me but yeah. like it's something that i think like really looking at my physical self yeah. and how to translate that into like my inner self as well and how to put that all on a canvas don't worry about learning we know somebody that does portraits that does hands <laughs> and feet and everything so we got we got you help if you need it yep now mm -hmm. ian how has the last year of murals been on your end the last year of murals? Well, the last year of, last of year. art marriage. Marriage to an artist. <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting, man, to be real, to be straight. Uh, we're being real. Yeah, we're, we're figuring it out. We're navigating some waters. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, there's compromises that we've had to make. Mm -hmm. She she jumped into the deep end of the pool. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of worry there for me in the beginning. Um but we're comfortable enough where I could like float us for a while and she turned it around. Yeah. Uh, she was getting spread thin a bit. And then we talked about that and got that figured out. But it's been a learning, a year of learning. Yeah. Yeah. Learning about what? Too. How to balance. You balance know, what? Well, I'm sure any artist that's listening knows that like art can be so consuming, like all consuming. Yeah. Quite frankly, like I think about it the morning when I wake up yeah. until go I go to sleep and in my sleep also yeah. like, you know, like it can be very intense. Addicting. Yeah. It's addicting. Um, and it, 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 <laughs> it could take over your life. And like for a spouse who, you know, is trying to live with next to around and like, <laughs> I can be, I can imagine it's, it's pretty difficult to be around. And like, I had to check myself. Right. And be like, Oh, Oh, everything and all things nobody's not everybody yeah. is as interested in this as i am uh, i need to cool it and also like build in time for our for our relationship to do stuff together that's not art related and and it 
you know, I just get really hyper-focused and I think at first I wasn't doing that and I'm still like practicing <laughs> on being better about that. I set the two of you up on purpose. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you did that. Okay. So <laughs> what I mean is like, I wanted to hear your side, but I also wanted to hear his side. So basically everything I ask you, we're going to ask him also. Yeah. yeah. And that way we can hear ourselves say it, but like, there's other people going through this too. Yeah. I am going through it too. And it is not always easy. There's times where I've had to be like, fuck, that's right. I'm a dad. Mm. And it's not malicious at all on my end. Yeah. <clears throat> what it is, is somebody will call first with an opportunity and I'll be like <laughs> money. Right. Yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm already in the middle of an opportunity. Right. I'm about to execute, follow through with it. It'll be done. That shit's already taken up my free time. How do I tell the wife about this next opportunity? Yeah. And I don't like calling her attempting to manipulate her. Mm. She's street smart. She'll see through it. So I can't even manipulate her if I try to, because she'll call me on my shit. Not saying that occurs in your guys' household, but that's what... Oops. But that's my challenge. <laughs> I'm over here fucking on my own podcast. That's my challenge. It's like... I have to just give it to her straight. Like I'm not, she doesn't need a sales pitch. She Ooh, just needs to that's know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so like, that's been hard for me to see because when I give her the sales pitch, she's like, what are you really doing? What's going on? Like, and I, so now the second phone call after the op or the first phone call after the opportunity is to her. Yeah. Do we have time for this? Where do you need me? What do you need me with? But there was like a good four months where that, I wasn't being responsible on that end. I just drop it on her. Hey, I'm gone this weekend. And she's like, yo, what the fuck, dude? When did you jump into the art world? Like deep fuck. end? 2020 is when it started okay. from graph to art, but it didn't actually turn into anything until like early to mid 21. And then it's money. about the same. Yeah. Money same started time. coming in the beginning of this year because... I stopped doing a lot of other shit and just only focused on this and like mm -hmm. made a decision to be like, okay, no more experimentation, no more live painting for like almost no budget. Like <laughs> here we're fucking here or we're not right. We're going to bring income or we're not, or the moves we make are going toward making income. So your wife, she works 40 hours, does like a full time. No, bro. She has a way more challenging job than for She's a full time oh, mother. Oh yeah. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. Her <laughs> shit don't stop. No, it does not. So she wakes me up. My day is like this, 5.30 to 6. She puts coffee on the table. I smell the coffee. That's how I wake up, right? I don't even make my own fucking coffee. What a coffee. delight. Yeah, I don't even make my own coffee. I'm so spoiled. And then I get up, say hello to everybody, and they're already awake. They're eating breakfast. She makes them their own individual breakfast, whatever they want to eat in the morning. About 7 o'clock, either I take off to the shop or earlier, or we wait till just before 8, and me and the kids take the ride to the school and I drop them off. Um, and then I'm off to work and she gets her time to chill, whatever. Um, but a couple hours later, she's kids are home. And again, individual dinners, like her job does not stop. So I've had to learn time management for reals. And like before, everything looked like an opportunity to me. And I was trying to do a little bit of everything. Uh, yeah. And okay. so you guys went through that too? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely went through that too. You're not alone in that. I, I'm still, 
I think trying to figure it out, yeah. you know, like we're, I think we're still trying to figure out like what makes sense. You know, there's been times where I've brought opportunities to Andy and he's like, no, like you don't need to do that. And I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> and yeah. like, that's how worth. Yeah, know well, your worth. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And it's helped me grow as like, oh yeah, like that's not worth my time for that money and like those kind of things. And like, also like the time with my husband is more advantageous and better for like us as a couple than spending the evening life painting, like you said, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Can you give me an example of one thing where maybe you've had to remind her of her worth? Sorry, could you repeat that? Mind reminder her of what? Of her worth. Like she might be excited for something and you are just mm. like, well, the money doesn't check out or the time doesn't check out or like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> These are things that happen in this relationship. Uh, there's been times when she's overextended quite a bit too yeah. on projects and that's been pretty brutal. Um, the... She did an art installation last year and she was gone. This is when she was very green to being an artist. This full is coordinates. That was coordinates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's where I first found out about you. Keep that going. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Um, <laughs> and she was there a lot, yeah. you know, and yeah. she said I was only going to be here a certain amount of time and then it extended. So we learned a lot from that yeah. about time management and expectations of how long things take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a rough one to get through. It was like a month. Of, I was still working at that time, um, like a day job or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then I was spending evenings, weekends for a whole month yeah. there just to get it done. And it, yeah, I like took, I, <laughs> I just got so wrapped up and so excited about it that yeah. I spent, I spent too much money on it and spent too much time on it. Um, you know, but it turned out awesome. Thank you. It did. It did. <laughs> Like, I think it led to other opportunities, of course, but like, yeah, I could have reined it in, approached it differently, all those things. Now, let's, for sure. can we go back even further? And when she's working a full-time job and is experimenting with art, she goes through a transition of one job from the corporate stuff to the nonprofit stuff. And every single time she's looking for like the next step. How are you feeling about all these different transitions from your point of view? <clears throat> well, let's take it back to what you just said. She was kind of transitioning. She had a like a career goal. Yeah. Uh, or career trajectory, I should say. Mm -hmm. And she was doing the next right thing to go to the next right spot yeah. in that job career, which was public health at the time and social interactions with trauma and communities and healing multi-generational trauma. Really cool stuff. Um and then during COVID, she picked up her brush again, started yeah. painting, and tried to do them both at the same time. <laughs> but we went on a trip to, to Mexico, and we met a man. Sicilian? No, he was from an island. Uh, <laughs> the Frenchman? He was, he was the Frenchman. from Corsica. Ah, the man from Corsica. <laughs> and What the fuck? We never talked about a man from Corsica. <laughs> well, he was a tiny, he was he a tiny man. A tiny man. Oh. And he In was, Mexico. He was a pretty fabulous dude, and... <laughs> He told Yuli that you can't be an artist unless you abandon everything else oh, and do art full time. God. Well, he said, he said, do you paint eight hours a day? And then I was like, no. And he's like, well, then you're not an artist is basically what he said. She, <laughs> she was fuming after that. She talked to that little Corsican. Bought a 
a really cool thing from him. I but buy a piece of art from him. But she got a little chip on her. And the need for fucking validation, she buys a piece. She came home with a little chip on her shoulder. I came home with dysentery. Did you really? No, oh, no, no, no. Fuck, that's horrible. <laughs> this hasn't worked out for you at all. No, that's that, a different that was, podcast. That was, that was my Mexico trip. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so after that, I really think it got her going, and we went on another trip this year to Peru, and she met a very well-known artist there, and he's like, "Do you do art full time?" And she's like, "Yes, I do. Here's my website. This is what showed her this stuff." There you go. And the guy was like, "Yes, you do do art full time," and that was the year in transition so it went quick she picked up the brush in covid was teleworking at the public health stuff basically had a decision made that she wanted to do art presented it to me as this is what i'm doing now the, okay there that was yeah. my that's the answer to my next question <laughs> i was gonna say how did the conversation go we, we leading did. into it but he just told me <laughs> <laughs> what we see say? it a little differently. <laughs> We're working through that still as of this day. Um, I feel like I like it may be the a little bit. I'm going to blame it a little bit on on my neurodivergence. Because um, like, now you I, know about it, think, but a year ago. I don't know, right? But like, I think through things yeah, all day, constantly, yeah, yeah. like nonstop, ruminating about these things. Like, oh my gosh, am I going to quit? Am I going to quit? And I kind of forget like what was in my head versus like what we talked about. Oh, I do that all the time. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the yeah. only one because I, I really am like, I didn't tell you that or like we didn't talk about this because I've been talking to you about it in my head. No, you had the imaginary conversation <laughs> yeah. a few times, yeah. Um, to me, it felt like very like talked through, um, <laughs> but we're still we're still working through on, on whether that was the case or not. I don't know if we're really working through whether it was the case or not. I think we're moving on from that. We have full acceptance that this is what Yuli does now. Oh, but man. she's, I mean, that's a Yuli trait that makes her kind of cute. Is yeah. She's determined and will do what she wants to do. And she was doing art. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do go after what I want with like a fierce nature. Yeah. Um, and I... During the pandemic, I mean, I was like, oh, this this actually isn't like I, I'm at, like your job. You know, you imagine like 30 years from now, this is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, and yeah. I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. It, You know, it was hard work, whether I was like working at UC Davis doing cancer prevention and like, oh, gosh, cancer is just horrid. Like you, it, you can't escape it. Truly, it's so sad. And then I was doing trauma and anti-poverty work. And it's like these things just should be funded. And it's just. It's heartbreaking work. And I found through art that maybe I can make a difference in this world in a different way where I'm not like miserable inside. <laughs> Is that why you use such vibrant colors in all your paintings? <laughs> oh. Damn. <laughs> you have become the interviewer. Oh, hell yeah. It might just be. It might just be. <laughs> For the listeners at home, Yuli is covered in pink on her arm from painting earlier and yeah. wearing a pink shirt, and she's always very vibrant. Mm. Yeah. As are her paintings. Thanks. We've just taken over the whole no, podcast go, game. Handle it. I'm not even tripping. <laughs> handle it. The, the point was to show who you were as a person. Yeah, the branding's done right. The website's done right. Yeah. Instagram's done right. All the reels are done right. Fuck all that. Who yeah. are you as a person, right? Yeah. As a person, you're his other half. But yeah. you're also 
dealing with things. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. when I had talked to you about like I want to showcase you. Like the more I get deeper into myself, I learn like oh shit, there's more to people. You know, like let's pull <laughs> yeah. it out, yeah. see what happens. And I did. I l- listened to the career creatives episode that you, Mario, and Michelle did, and I thought it was great. Per the context of the podcast, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, what yeah. they cover covered right mario does everything very well yeah and i was like okay what do i want to know as a fan yeah i want to know about what happens after art i know as an artist that art is a result of everything else in your life so like where does what else is going on that's why i was like yeah see if your husband's down (laughs) (laughs) and i love it because like you know it's like pulling the curtain back right like we all like it was somewhat like I don't like to hear it but it was nice to hear that you're like I'm too struggling with yeah, like yeah, yeah. finding the balance with like my relationship yeah. and my responsibilities and you're like oh okay good like I'm not the only one that's like fucking this up sometimes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no and I, I truly believe that I forgive my unpolitically correctness or whatever the fuck there's two <laughs> types of people in this world there's inside dogs and outside dogs Right. That's how I see it. Yeah. You're looking at me like, Gabe. like what I mean is like some people are about just not really being perfect around the edges. They're rough because they've been outside doing whatever. That's a little more of me. Now, there's inside dogs who are people who are just a little more accustomed to being house trained and doing things maybe calmer with a different path. And so, like, I like to know which type of artist am I talking to? Which type of person am I talking to? I'm always surprised. I've stopped trying to label people and judge them as like, mm-hmm. this is an inside dog or an outside dog. Well, we have a doggy door okay. on our door. And it really go. goes both in and outside. <laughs> okay. It's got qualities of both. both. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying too, is there's I've just getting to know you in conversation, right? And passing at events and things. Yeah. I've gotten to learn about you a little bit. And it's cool. Like even in the prep for this, I was like, hey, uh, do you mind if we talk about this? Do you mind if we talk about that? Because you might not want that stuff out there, but the fact that you guys are down to sit down and just kind of have the conversation is dope. Yeah. And the same way we just went back an entire year from the last episode in a year, you guys will listen to this and be like, damn, that's where we were. Look where we are. We're fucking great people. Yeah. Like, hopefully, hopefully (laughs) no, you will try to be, try to be you. I mean, that's all we can do. Right. It's like, try. And like when he voices like, Hey, you know what? I really would have liked to been like involved in that decision more. And then now I'm like, Oh, yep. Okay. Like I need to like turn it up. And like, like you said, like the second call should be him. Right. Yeah. yeah. I get so wrapped up and I get so excited. That is wise. And thank you for saying that. I'm, I'm learning too. Yeah. We're listening to, I think I'm going to get shit from you later for this. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just turned this into Gabe's uh, couples therapy. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) No, but like, it's so true. Like we get so excited about the next opportunity and I know I do. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm already like planning it before I'm like, Oh no, I should like stop and like have a conversation first. So like, that's helpful for sure. So if there was one thing, In a safe space, we could talk about what's one of the biggest pet peeves you have right now Mm -hmm. with Yuli's creative lifestyle. Oh, I'm nervous. Mm. (laughs) Mm. What to say (laughs) that wouldn't piss off all the listeners? There's a bunch of things. (laughs) He's going down the list. No, no, no. You want top 10? (laughs) I, I love my wife. Very much. I consider myself an investor in this endeavor as well, Ooh, as okay. I provide a 
a lot of items, um, insurance, health insurance. That's yeah. a good one yeah. I bring to the table. I'm just like, and people point that out and kind of just like make me feel like I'm some stable dick for her to go off and run this art. <laughs> yeah, I learned that on a TV show. I I I'm catching up to new slay. <laughs> Um, Wait, stable dick sounds kind of badass to me. But anyways, it sounds like boring. Like she just needs that health insurance. So when people say stuff like that to me, it upsets me. But I've been learning to kind of like brush that off. And people in my shoes that are married to artists probably have to put up that with that as well. Um, And there's some pretentious people in the art room communities that I don't vibe with that great, that well with, I should say. But each their own everybody's having fun i don't i love going to the events i can't go to that both like first fridays and second saturdays every month we gotta pick one yeah we'll do one (laughs) (laughs) but that's not really your pet peeve with me that's the pet peeve with like the art world oh pet peeve with you i mean yeah talking stuff about just art nonstop. oh sure yeah you (laughs) took it a different direction but yeah (laughs) she does talk about her work quite a bit so maybe But here's what I will say from the other end. If when you're truly passionate about something, you can't turn the shit off. Now, I have to put the phone to the side. I have to like, I've, I've scheduled time. Like, hey, I'm going to take the kids over here. Mm-hmm. We got an hour and a half, two hours. Let's go get your favorite food and ice cream right next to it. Like, let's go. And we do that. But I fuck, I fuck around and nine times out of ten, the conversation goes back to what's going on in art. Because I don't have anything else mm-hmm. that gives me that same stimulation that I care enough to voice to her. Now, I could find thousands of things to bitch and moan about, but that's not who I am. You know, I've, I've, that part of me is gone. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't do that anymore. So, like, I talk to her about what she needs because I need to be reminded, right? Like, I have a job to do this, this, and that also. But also, too, it's like, well, what do the kids need? Like, once I go through that checklist, I'm back to art. And I kind of feel, sounds bad saying it out loud. Like, it's I don't have anything else, really. So Does that scare you? No, it's actually <laughs> exciting because, like, they don't see what's going on. They know Dad has a podcast, Dad does art. My son told everybody at school... When he had a cast on, I did, did his name on his cast. He's like, they're asking him who did it. He said, my dad does graffiti and he gets paid for it. That's so And cool. I was like, all right, that's fucking badass, right? But at the same time, it's like the whole point of this podcast, the way I structure it, the things I say, the words I don't say, is so that when I'm gone, that's their library of who I am, mm. right? And it's the whole podcast is, yeah, there's hundreds of people that listen to it fucking thousands of streams over whatever but it's for two little boys so like they're as much a part of art in my head and in my heart as it and more than anything else but it's hard to like turn that shit off because it's who i've become like when i was an addict as i'm still an addict but while i was in my addiction i was the worst part of myself end of story Mm. i try to wake up today and be the best part of myself so far mm-hmm. right and, that. and art is such a big part of that now that i've kind of lost that old street smart fucking manipulative like person a little bit you know what i'm saying but there is still some of that here it just it gets worked out in the paintings 
Like it no longer is at the forefront. I get that. And as somebody else in recovery, you know, kudos, uh, good job. But, and I kind of take it back. I didn't mean pretentious, but when I'm at these art events, all people talk about is art. Right. And that makes for poor small talk. But it's probably what you said that these people are so obsessed with it that that's all they want. That's all they got. That's all they got. So (laughs) it makes for a fairly boring conversation at times (laughs) if you're not an artist. Um, But I love seeing people do what they do. I was, you know, back in my youth, punk rocker. I love that DIY stuff. Yeah. Um, I love what you guys are doing here. This space is going to be incredible. Everybody listening, you have to come check this out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of fun stuff to, uh, being my wife's assistant because I do paint for her as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't even been you this whole time, it's been him. He's no. joined I've me. I've been on filling a in the shapes. He's, yeah. he's really good at coloring in the lines. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a tip I, I can't always speak the art language at the same level, right? Because I mm-hmm. come from a way different space, way different background. When I get stumped or the conversation is going someplace I can't go, I fucking revert these people and I go, so what do you do for a living? Oh, don't and do that. The, and they always go into this other shit. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> as soon as I hear some bullshit about how they hate their job, I'm going to jump in. And that's fuck whatever you were talking about before. Like, let's just talk about this now. Because <laughs> the conversations do get uncomfortable. And Absolutely. then they start, it always goes back to people's emotions and politics a lot of times. And you cannot be too careful with that shit nowadays. Absolutely not. No. And I'm not the most politically correct person. So I got to make sure I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? So making time apart from art for the relationship sounds like one of the things. Something I need to work on too. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you, Yuli, can admit to that is just like, you know, for a fact, you've been fucking up. (laughs) You got to (laughs) just... You got to just figure it out. I mean, I think it's the, the time management, you know, yeah. like just like you, like I'm in the middle of a project and I get asked to yeah. do another project and I'm like, OK, the next day, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll start. Um, and I, you know, I'm getting more comfortable, like as time goes on to be like, oh, they can like they can wait. Yeah, right. Like wait too. I can put a buffer of a week yeah. in between projects and like they're going to wait. They're not going to go anywhere. Like I used to feel a little like scarcity mindset. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, I'm like, I'll take any mural. Anybody yeah. will ask me for it. Um, and now I I'm still still navigating that. But I feel like I'm getting better at, at navigating my time in terms Absolutely of like, you are. thank you. Yeah. And like, like I knew this month was going to be like popping with a grand opening yeah. on June seventeenth. What's the address? Ten nineteen Del Paso. Ten nineteen Del Paso yeah. Boulevard. Wait, what was that again? Ten nineteen. Ten nineteen Del Paso oh, Boulevard. You sound like an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and and so like we didn't do Second Saturday yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, there's only so many like art weekends or like yeah. weekends that art can be the, what we do. Right. So like, I'm feel like I'm being better about like pacing, uh, like what we go to, like being more selective, I guess is, yeah. is kind of how I would put it. You know, I, I also really try just to do art related work, like Monday through Friday, like Have nine, nine to four, yeah. really. Like if you're trying to like contact me after 4 PM about, work art related stuff i'm probably not going to be very readily available 
So let's let's put that to the public. She won't talk to you before 10 a.m. Yes. And she won't mm-hmm. talk to you after 4 p.m. It's true. <laughs> I remember that from the from the prep in the first one. You're like, don't call me tough. I was like, okay, damn, that's dope. Like, well, I have to, you know, like yeah, I have to do. be structured. Because if yeah. it was up to me, I would, yeah, I would talk. I would yeah. do art, no, talk get, art until it. you know I go to I sleep. It. I was doing it at work for a long time, and like I started just missing the stupidest shit. And my boss was like, yo, you're like, what are you doing? You used to be like, wow, 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 on point. And now you're missing like a tape line here and a tape. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's the ADHD. I can't. I was like, all right, (laughs) fuck the phone. When I got a hot deadline, that's all that exists. Mm -hmm. But it gets boring as shit. But still, I just stay in the boring. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Now, without numbers, without too much personal shit, um, personal information how's the financial journey been from switching from a steady income at a very structured like situation to like now your money's coming from murals she had just picked up like a 20k raise too damn right before she went (laughs) to art you've been waiting to say that (laughs) you dropped that quick you know it would have like oh gosh it would i would have been miserable quite frankly um what you know who cares about money right now <laughs> um smud the first year you know like <laughs> <laughs> the first year i was like really um i don't even know like you know i definitely wasn't making as much as i made at my other job you know um this year the first like from january to april i haven't done may finances yet um but from like january to april like if you took that averaged it for the whole year like if i if i stay consistent yeah, yeah. i'd be making just as much as i was making at my hey, public there you go. and like but the scary thing is like i don't know am yeah. i going to get another 11k mural like yeah. hopefully but you know i got two in the beginning of the year was it luck i don't know or like will those keep coming so like that there's uncertainty that wraps in it, like so far, like so good, but <laughs> like there might be some lulls and downtime. Yeah, definitely. Um, that is, it's just uncertain. Is I think the the scary part probably for Ian too. So how has that been for you, Ian? How's what been? The financial. Oh, the financial stuff. That's right. Uh, I I make a good salary. Um. I've got good benefits and I like my work now. Mm-hmm. Okay. True story. hundred percent. Like <laughs> Damn, last here year, we go. last Fuck, year was, yeah, no, <laughs> last year was a super shitty year for me. Okay. Uh, most of it reflected around the office I was working in and the workload I had, and it was just driving me nuts. And I have a bipolar disorder. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Some people. It's <laughs> crazy. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> Um, and it was sending me into the spirals of like depression and mania yeah, yeah. and I was all over the place. You even offered to move into my parents' house up in the Seattle area. I mean, she's so supportive and saw how down I was, but at the same time, she'd also just jumped into art. So I was like, I have to stay at this job. Yeah. And then oddly, I met my now boss at an art event. 
Oh, that we were at that you hate going to <laughs> yeah. all the time. Huh? Okay, okay. Huh? Is yeah. the one non-artist guy yeah. that was there? Again, what do you do for a living? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's the thing. I was hitting it off with this guy so well. I don't like to ask what do you do for a living because okay. that kind of makes people like measure you. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> no, don't kid. Don't kid. Go. Um. So, yeah, I met him and we talked like a half an hour. He's a guy from Seattle, too. So we're talking about the Seahawks, go Hawks, all that stuff. <laughs> um, and then I, I asked what he did. And yeah. we work for the same federal government agency. And he asked me to come over to oh, his. shit. This, this has been a, like life-changing for me. Yeah. Federal government agency. Mario, you got your shit straight? Everything straight? <laughs> no, we just deal with water. Oh, okay. You guys getting clean water? <laughs> That's right. That's us. That's my sound. I'm not checking a while. I might be some things on my <laughs> No, I work for Bureau, not that one. Okay. A different Bureau. Yeah. Um, and he hired me over, so that was very serendipitous through the art. But that first year was really rough for many factors mm-hmm. that weren't just art-related, you know? Yeah. So that first year was rough. And now I'm vibing with it. I'm having a good time with the art. Husband. So now, to me, that's... Thank you for that, because it puts... It paints the picture, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Last year was a rough year for both of you guys in many different ways. Yeah. Just like with art, though, while you're going through it, it's fearful, it's joyful, it's terrifying. Like, you get to learn the spectrum of emotion inside of you, right? And then the shit comes out in one way or another. Now here we are five, six months into the next year, Mm -hmm. and you're digging where you're at. You're in a great spot. Like, just like with art, that shit could change. Yeah. What do you guys think has been the key, one of the key things that have helped you get to this better position in your relationship? Communication. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Like, com- like communicating just when something's not sitting right. You know, like he's really, I'm I'm not, I don't like conflict, so I avoid it. But like he'll communicate to me when like, hey, like I don't really like how you handled that. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And I adjust, right? <laughs> or I try to adjust. At that. So like we we're just and then me openly communicating like, hey, this new project yeah. is a possibility, you know, and just navigating together more has been helpful. You seem like the type of person to communicate in a different way, like slamming cabinets extra hard for no reason. Like hopefully he understands. I'm no, mad. no. OK, that's good. I was yeah. like, Maybe. <laughs> She, she just yells at the neighbor kids. There you yeah, go. That's <laughs> it. That's all. <laughs> There's no. She starts dialoguing into your issue with the neighbor kids. <laughs> exactly. Like, can you believe this? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so commu- I agree. Communication. Yeah. I've gotten better at it too. I still suck sometimes at it, but like. Same. So it's a journey, man. Yeah. You know, one step at a time. She gets it. way more pissed when I don't hit her back versus what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And it's it's. It's been a journey. I've gotten my ass chewed many times. Yeah. The other thing is I've, I'll forget that I haven't given her like updated information because shit will change, right? Okay, see, I'm not the only Oh, my bad, my bad. (laughs) So I'll be like, yo, deadline was moved from here to here due to this, this, and that. And like, she'll be like, well, that fucks up everything. And I'm just like, I'm just fucking sorry. Like, what do you want me to do? I will give her praise because as much as we go through a bunch of bullshit, she she understands what's up when it's time to go. She might give me shit for it, but I mean, nobody can say that I've missed anything 
deadlines or anything like that because of right. some, some bullshit like that. So, like, yeah, she kicks and screams times. Sometimes she's fucking crazy. But, like, I could not do this without her 100%. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, I feel the same way. I don't think you're crazy, though. <laughs> I, not, not right now. <laughs> not in this moment. You're cool right now. Um, no, yeah, like... I, it's, I, I just keep going and like my brain keeps going back to the word balance. Like we just, yeah. it's really honestly always just trying to find the balance. And sometimes I get off kilter because yeah, the projects do move and like the yeah. freaking underpass was pushed back for months. And then all of a sudden it was like, whoop, go time. And you know, now I'm like, Ooh, okay. I was aware of that one though. Being in bureaucracy myself, I knew because they had, it. they had to work through Caltrans. <laughs> I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. You know, that piece of paper is going to be sitting on a desk for a while. <laughs> Yeah, and now, like, that's in full swing, but I've already committed to other things in the meantime, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, now, like, it's balance, navigating those things. So, like, you know, I, I've been trying my best to, to do the balance and communicate when things change and updates, but, again. He's, he's making faces at me through the glass. Look, see, there he goes again. <laughs> that's what I'm like. You got to get curtains. Yeah. Uh, Madi and Santana are currently painting the outside of the studio right now, and like Madi's super focused with the brush. Look at her, look at her. She really is up the nostrils and everything. <laughs> and Santana's just like over here fucking around. <laughs> Listeners, we'll describe what's going on. With the paint. Anyways, uh, sorry for the sidetrack. Are there any? I seen that you worked on one of the projects that she did before. Yeah, I think it was at one of the schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. are you a part of any of the planning or anything like that for any of these? Uh, that one I was brought into. Um, I was consulted on, and mm-hmm. I never got my consulting fees. Oh fuck! <laughs> but there was a never fish. She wanted to paint. Contract. She wanted to paint a fish. Wanted to do an outdoor theme, and I am a marine biologist by trade. What the? So fuck? she got the proper fish to put up there. The California state fish, the golden trout. The golden yeah. trout. Beautiful little fish. Yeah. Endemic to the Kern River, for those listeners. <laughs> to all those, those certain listeners. The fish, curious. <laughs> for, the, for the two people that know what that is. <laughs> no, I, I definitely, like, those are so fun when I when I can bring him in and he can, like, I appreciate the help because it makes it go quicker. But it's also, like, fun to be able to do the art thing together, right? Um, I just got asked to do a mural in his hometown, whoop, whoop. Bellingham, Washington, um, and I want to do it like Bellingham, Washington theme. So like I was asking him like what marine animals are like native to there because I want to like incorporate that. Mm-hmm. And we were, he was like shouted out a couple and like I'm going to distill that based on like which ones are the most colorful probably. <laughs> but like and then he's going to help me paint uh, in his hometown. Like it's just I think like this is probably like the coolest situation of like how i can bring you in my nephews are gonna help out yeah it's pretty cool oh, yeah, yeah. Be dope. yeah. I, dope. yeah well, no, i mean i mean free labor is nice when you can get it <laughs> free child labor too yeah, the best child labor too the best small yeah, hands get way different <laughs> we're gonna be canceled after this no <laughs> so what's what are you and your wife struggling with the most Ooh. the communication yeah making yeah. time making time is a thing like especially like so I know what my path is now, mm. right? And that was mm-hmm. that was kind of rough in the beginning. I didn't know where I fit in. I didn't understand what the impact of the podcast was going to be. I didn't understand anything. I was just moving and reacting to the things that have been happening. Right. A lot of that's been Mario's challenge, right? Like, hey, try, try that, blah, blah, blah. And so 
it's all worked out very, very well. Yeah. But at this point, the ball is rolling. Momentum needs to be maintained. Mm -hmm. Not only does momentum need to be maintained, but I got to keep innovating as an artist. I cannot paint the same shit over and over. That's not really what I have inside of me. Now I can, I can progress something and you'll see it change. Yeah. Like in this show that we're going to have the opening, you'll see where, where crash traction started for me in the very fucking beginning and how it wasn't even that yet. It was just graph without any direction. Right. And then where the beginning of learning about other paints comes into play to where it is today. And like, without even knowing, I, I built this like little body of work that's told the time frame of the last two years. Yeah. And that's, and I've only figured that out in the last six months, like mm. what's actually been happening. So unplugging from that mm -hmm. so deep and so into it. And then like getting into what she wants to do and what's necessary for the kids. Like that's been the biggest thing. And so I have to do, Saturdays are for family or yeah. podcasts for two hours and the rest of the weekend is for families. So now mm -hmm. we just up the ante, right? Now we're uh, curating shows here. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, I had to ask myself who is just a big, who is just as dope talent-wise in a different sector and can deliver on this? Two people came to mind, Michelle Daw and Yuli Smith. Hey. And I was like, yo, <laughs> air horns. I, yeah, I ran it by Mario. What do you think about a team? And he's like, if it's the right people. And I was like, well, let's talk about these people. You guys are down. So, like, out of necessity, I think it's going to be great to spread the workload of feeling yeah. this place. Mm -hmm. So, nobody is completely tied down to this. But also, we get to see what you guys do as curators from your pool of influence, from your pool of artists, from your pool, you know? Yeah. So, like, learning how to maneuver the the obstacles and turn them into like opportunities right has been something i've just been learning too like yeah i mean that's that's important too like where we're starting to spread ourselves thin like what can we do to like mitigate that yeah. and like bringing on other people like that's a really good opportunity like you know i get a little precious about bringing on like assistance to job but i think like that's something i have to like kind of start utilizing a bit more because then it'll free up more time right um and then like the you know when you guys talked about the curation coming on and doing that you yeah. know i think i told mario i was like i'm super interested but i have to have a conversation with ian first yeah. and like that was me like really practicing like having that open line of communication before committing to something because when you when you say it to me i'm like yes i want to do it yeah. <laughs> but i have to like have that self-control be like tentatively like this yes i am interested but like a conversation needs to be yeah. had you gotta make them wait too you know you don't want to look too i eager. know yeah. no i can't look too eager God um, damn. <laughs> no, that's good that's good i've got <laughs> other opportunities there's a couple other art collectives <laughs> I, mean, I get asked to be a curator all the time oh, this, uh, <laughs> <no>. this again <laughs> Like it was, and then the fact, like I knew, like oh, okay, like yeah, it's gonna be like some people that I also like yeah. think highly of, and that know, you know, are going to be able to like the fact that Michelle like volunteered to print our title cards, like the yeah. fact that like I am going into this knowing that it's like a really team based yeah. setting, like everyone has like a role and a strength, and we can all kind of bounce off each other, like that's that's really the kind of environment that I would like want 
to contribute to. Because, like, if somebody, honestly, if, if any other gallery asked me to be a curator, I maybe wouldn't have been so quick to want to do it. You know, like, I don't, I don't know, like, if I would have jumped at that opportunity. But this, it did feel like it would be supported by the whole group. Yeah. Right. Instead of just like me embarking on a new thing, like adding on another yeah. <laughs> role and and time taking. See, and endeavor. I think people uh, people see the the end the finished product a lot of times and don't mm -hmm. understand the back end of it. They don't understand the team behind it. And I think a lot of people have like a f uh, self preservation state of mind, so where mm -hmm. they're like, just worry about me, just me, 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 me. Like artists probably have it worse than a lot of other professionals, but it's always been that way. Even when I was like, hey, Mario, what do you think about this? He was just like, well, innately that was going to happen anyways. And I was like, yo, what's innately mean? Because that sounds like a fancy word. He's like, it's going to happen anyways. Like, and I was just like, oh, dope. Why are you guys laughing so hard? Fuck it. <laughs> anyways, he was like, yeah, fool, duh. And I was like, all right, cool. So whatever. Anyways, that's what you see now as a finished product. When you come to the show, you're going to see the work of eight other, seven other people, eight other people, right? right? All yeah. in the mix, mm -hmm. all highly talented, highly executing people that deliver on what they say they're going to do. Yeah. And they do it very well all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. That's why the podcast sounds like this. That's why the flyers look the way they do. That's why the building will be here. Like, yeah. It's just one big-ass team. I don't think the city has something that has the same spirit without it being uh, all about the company doing it. Yeah. Like, we have the spirit of helping people and doing That's why the mother company is called We Are Sacramento. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. So I called Mario the big boss of the place, and yeah. he instantly was like, we all, we're all doing yeah. it. Like, he went instantly, like, it's not just me. <laughs> I got to say, though, this place is... It's awesome. Yeah, it really it is. is. They got a really cool space down here. It's got like a backdoor event space that's got disco yeah. balls and great lighting and sound, it looks like. Yeah. Cool, cool spot. Yeah, and we have two of our <clears throat> we both are outfitting these little rooms so where they'll have our vibe to them, murals mm -hmm. on the wall. Dude, I just looked at the art too for the show. Like it's fucking impressive to see everybody yeah. collaborate. Mm -hmm. At the same time, like everybody's in a high, highly focused, highly executing like time, right? Like yeah. you're doing things, I'm doing things, show's doing things, but like we make time for the art and you can see that it's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a really cool show. Don't don't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> now let's let's get back to you guys and just kind of where you're at right now. So where has with what exactly are your weeks like now versus a year ago when you first got started? What are your constants? What are some things you you, you absolutely have to do? Can I go? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, we had an elderly dog mm -hmm. the last three or four months. Um, it took up a lot of our time. We kind of had to work around it, you know, because mm -hmm. our husky, big, big part of our family. So we didn't really have a routine, I'd say, for these past four, past four months. Yeah. Yeah, until we put him down two weeks ago. It was very sad. So we're both dealing yeah. with a lot of grief yeah. over yeah. that, for yeah. sure. And we're 
until that pain goes away, like, I don't think schedule or need to do. We're taking it day by day. Yeah, right, right? now we are. Um, that's, yeah, yeah, I hadn't really thought of it, but we really are taking it just kind of day by day. But we both operate better in, in like, uh, routines, you know, yeah. scheduled daily routines, which I think your question was hinting at. Um, and those, when we're doing that, we're, we're bobbing along. We're good. Yeah, like, Ian works mostly from home. I obviously, like, work from home. Like, I don't have a, I don't have, like, a physical studio space that I go to. Like, I have, we are very fortunate that we have enough rooms in our house that I have, he has his office, I have my studio room. Um, and we, it's both just, like, we're kind of just working from home, doing our thing. There's, you know, the, the weeks off where I'm at a mural site, um, and I don't actually quite know what that's like for you those those times. Um, this most recent one, I was in San Francisco for a week. So, like, that was kind of my first out-of-town mural and that I was gone for a whole week for, like, a work thing. Um, but, yeah, it's either we're both at home and it's kind of chill because kind of just take our day how we want it to be. <laughs> Wait a minute. I want to know what kind of mischief you were getting into <laughs> while she was gone for a week. <laughs> no, you what don't. What did you do? No. Lay it out on the pod. <sighs> Mom's not listening to this, is she? You're, I, I don't think she'll listen to this one. I had tried to have some fun when she was out of town and ate a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> promptly, oh, promptly freaked the that. fuck out. <laughs> I didn't expect that shit. did, though. Oh, yeah, man. Psilocybin is my life. Journey. What? Medicine. What? He uh, turned into a different podcast. No, oh. Was, you know he was, was doing mushrooms? When he called me as I'm, like, at the client's, like, site working on the mural, and he's like, hey, can we talk? And I'm like, mm, I'm at work. Wait, what did you think when you heard his tone? I knew, knew. I knew what he was doing. Oh. And it's usually pretty safe endeavor, but... Some some things went wrong and I wasn't in the right mood set and I had a terrible trip. Um because I thought Yuli was moving away to San Francisco. Uh so I had to call I, I did the one thing you really don't want to do when you're on that kind of stuff. Called my parents. Why'd you why would you do Bro, How I'd be like Call mom? of Duty. <laughs> I ugh. And then he like was done with the conversation. Just done with it. He set the phone down and walked away. Oh, she was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> His mom calls me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on a ladder, like painting, yeah. and I'm like, and she's like, "I was on the phone with Ian, and he stopped answering. Is he okay?" And I was like, "I'm in San Francisco, <laughs> but like, I knew what he was up to." Oh gosh, it was funny. Um, they had the neighbor come and check on me. It's quite a quite a whole scene, but that's the fun I got into the that's first night. So <laughs> kind of laid, laid low after that, you know. I didn't expect any of that shit. I thought you just let dishes pile up and oh, you were no. just playing video games. Or like, I had to have spotless for this endeavor. Fuck. Wait a minute. Okay. Oh, you, gosh. Do you, have you taken mushrooms before, Yuli? I've done it, yeah. And what happened when you did it? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to like cover, you know, not to sound like I got to stand up for myself. Okay. That was a, way too many of what I ate. So it would have mattered. All of you would have been weird. Too. Okay. We all would have no had a rough it. time. Okay. I won't even touch that shit because I'm like, oh, there's probably some demons I don't want to talk to. Like, <laughs> right. 
a buddy of mine knocked on my door at like 440. And I'm like, yo, who the fuck is knocking on the door at 440 in, in, the, in the morning? morning? Yeah. yeah. And I had just gotten back from painting billboards and running around and all this shit. And I'm like, I need a gun to answer the door because this is not cool. I checked the window, right? And it's him. And he's just standing there with his hands folded. So calm. <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck is he doing? I open the door. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, can I come in? And I'm like, yeah. You just normally walk in. Fool, what are you doing? He sits down and he's like, man. Oh, and I'm like, what's the fuck is going on with you? You're usually like a different energy. What's up? And he's like, I just realized walking through Antelope that these trees tell the story of my life. And I'm like, <laughs> that's my guy. I walked up to him and I was like, look at me. And he, I was like, did you take something? And he's like, I did. And I was like, I'm going to sleep. Don't fuck with me. Don't leave my house without leaving the door unlocked. You stay as long as you want to. That's oh, so that's awesome, really. Yeah. For real. I'm going upstairs. Here's the remote. Yeah. Oh, that's know, fantastic, whatever. man. Yeah. Good for you. I love that. No, I was like, I'm out of this because he's going to talk me up till the fucking yeah. sun comes up. That's kindness, man. Well, yeah. Not enough of that out there. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, maybe. I, don't I bet want he that. was loving it too because he's full of love. <laughs> Yeah. Showing up the trees, man. They show me my way, <laughs> yeah. man. I was like, oh, right. From the trees. <laughs> That's funny. But Mario, how much time do we have? It looks like, are they here for the next one? Ready? Yeah, they're here. We're over. Okay. Let's, let's fast track it a little bit. I would like to talk about the things Yuli has coming up. Now, what I mean is, are we ready to talk about yeah. microphones and everything? <laughs> you have a podcast coming out. Everyone? You're hearing it here first. Harry heard it first on Have a Dope Day. On Have a Dope Day. I am starting a podcast. It's called Tar... I can't even... I don't even know what it's called. Talk Artie to Me. You uh, should be able to find it wherever you stream your podcast. Um, There's a trailer there waiting for you all. So hit that subscribe button. Listen along. We're going to be doing artist interviews. I I really want to kind of kind of just following Gabe's footsteps and really opening up a cool dialogue with other artists about their process and kind of like their origin stories. And I also want to build community with an artist who, who might need some support. So like that's definitely going to be a piece of it, you know, asking what challenges do you have right now? Like, what is it that like you're hoping to, what are some challenges or growth points and hoping that other listeners will like support, like if they have answers or opportunities, cause I for sure won't have all the answers for people. Um, cause I'm still, you know, navigating this. It's still new to me. Um, but I'm really hoping that we can come together and really support each other in this cool new medium. Now, I don't know how everybody else in town does it, but here as proof of what we do, I asked you to come on before the show before the actual like opening of the show and I had asked you to talk about your podcast so that my audience would be on the lookout for it right we all have a similar audience but mine is unique in the fact that the street kids are here so that's just a little bit of proof of that we we give a fuck about one another here don't really try to gatekeep and all that shit but I'm excited to hear what you guys do i'm a bit into i'm like one percent intimidated and jealous at the same time like <laughs> fuck what if this is better than mine no. and i haven't even felt that way about nobody else's shit but at the other <laughs> i'm just like you know what i don't even care this is tight like i'm excited for it so 
Well, I'm excited for it. I appreciate. I mean, I'll take that intimidation. I'll take it because yeah, I'm intimidated yeah, yeah. at starting no, don't be, don't be. it. Um, and I'm going to be like really happy when I can have you on as a guest because uh, I have questions oh, too. Shit. Yeah. Get ready. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's it's really cool. And I think, you know, being on yours, yours was the first podcast I ever was asked to be on. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And it kind of, you know, helped me be like, oh, I could, I could do this. Yeah. You know, like I wanted to do a podcast when I was working at UC Davis. You know, like we were doing outreach and like that would have made a lot of sense for like my role there. Yeah. Um, and we just had like a million other things to do and like we never got to it and I quit before <laughs> probably like giving it the time. So like this has been something that I've wanted to do for a while. And then, you know, when the opportunity presented itself, I kind of just said to Mario jokingly and yeah. he was like, well, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so like, I appreciate that like openness to, to take me on um, in that way. So I'm excited and I hope people are excited and I hope they listen. They will. And they will. <laughs> no, we're going to shove it down their throats. Um, and they'll, they'll love us for it. Cause it's, it's cool. It is dope to hear these conversations happen from an intimate, respectful space. Yeah. Right. You don't, we're not asking the same cut and dry shit. We don't have the same cut and dry conversations here. Like the environment that we're all in mm -hmm. promotes that creativity right? so that that type of cookie cutter stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, let's talk about this big money mural you got going on with Jaya too. How's that looking like? <laughs> Uh, we finally, finally got the okay green light to start the underpass. It's the 21st Avenue underpass of Highway 99. Big, huge, 150 feet long underpass times two because we're doing both sides. Yeah. It's huge. It's like 4,000 square feet. Um, and we, we had worked with the community to come up with the idea of like the design so we did a lot of community outreach and then there was just like five months of delay from caltrans part but we finally have the go hand um jaya and juliet have actually been busting out like they're mm -hmm. cleaning the wall priming the wall um i haven't been out there yet because i was like a little busy with some other projects and that's me managing my time <laughs> but i'm excited to to really get out there and and get that it's been a long like in the making so we're excited and we'll have a community paint day on july 8th it's a saturday and the community can come out and paint we're gonna have a giant like paint by numbers kind of set up on the mm. wall and people can add some paint to the wall and make it their own so like that look out for that because that'll be fun sounds fun now yeah let's see how fun it's gonna <laughs> be like it's a hundred and something it's actually quite cool in the underpass because it's completely oh. covered and there's yes, like is. a nice wind My bad. tunnel. Yeah. All right. My Don't bad. deter people All right. from not, coming out. It'll I'm be not, cool in the underpass. No, I'm talking about for you. <laughs> that's the reality. Oh, uh, yeah. A month in, you're going to yeah, fucking yeah. hate this thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, but for you're still sure. going to be like, oh, this is cool. Like, <laughs> that's how I am with all my I projects. Like, that's it, what I'm saying. Go, like, if it takes too long, I'm like, oh, God, I just want to get on to the next thing. Um, but, like, we, we'll have a team of people. Like, maybe you'll come out and clean up some of our lines because we're doing spray paint, yeah. which is not something I'm very skilled at. So um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, and it's great for the community. It is, and it's a major project, and I'm glad you guys are able to head it up, yeah. you know, and it's not, 
somebody else who probably doesn't deserve the opportunity. It's cool to see you guys put it in play, to see you guys execute it. The entire team is women. Hell like yeah. the leads on the team are two dope ass women and it's just yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. Cool. Yeah. So I am too. Yeah, I want to plug my stuff. He gave me oh. he pointed at me. Okay, yeah, let's see. Yeah, it. I got stuff to plug. How about okay. that? Go All for right. it. I got an article coming out in oh. a magazine called Epiphany. Yeah. Be hitting the street soon. Yeah. So he's contributing to yeah. the, the first print issue yeah. of Epiphany magazine. Yes, ma'am. So check that out, guys. Yeah. And then I want to give a quick shout out. R.I.P. Jack the Husky, best dog ever. Oh. Light the beam. Super <laughs> Kings fans. So I want to end the episode with you to answer this question all right Ooh. what's your idea of a dope day what's my idea of a dope day yeah i mean it could be anything right now i'm just focused on like gratitude and forgive like forgiveness a lot fuck all right yeah no i don't want to get i mean hella healing over here yeah well yeah <laughs> um so I'm, I'm like trying to be more present and just thankful for everything the other day we played pickleball together and i love that and i think a perfect day right now would just be driving out and playing some pickleball going home Smoking a joint, relaxing at a pool, right. kicking it with our other dog, mm -hmm. and just spending time with my artist wife. Yeah. But not talking about art the whole time. <laughs> what did you say you were waking up with or leading with in the morning? What do I wake up with? Or no, no, no. You just said, and I said, hell of healing. Like, what were the two words? Was it gratitude or something? Oh, gratitude and forgiveness. Okay, what if there was a cereal called gratitude and forgiveness? You could start your morning every day. Let's <laughs> go <laughs> gratitude and forgiveness. <laughs> Anyway, my bad. Copyright that, okay? Yeah. Dope answer. I appreciate you guys coming. Oh, on. you can learn more about my gratitude and forgiveness in my article coming out. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Uh -huh. yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thank you guys for your time. Thank, thank, thank you very much, you. man. This is fun. Thank you. And everything. This thank podcast everybody. is brought to you by We Are Sacramento. Woo! For attitude. <laughs> that was great.